0: Wow! The office went all out with the Halloween decorations, I said and scanned from one end of the office to the other. Fake blood streamed down cubicle walls and mechanical spiders and other creatures I couldn't even imagine crawled along the walls and ceiling. What decorations? Ava said as she squinted in the direction I looked. But the... I pointed to a particularly gruesome pile of bones in the corner, pieces of what looked like rotting flesh still clung to the pile. I whipped my head as the sound of a howl and then a scream tore through one of the adjacent offices, muffled only by the cheap industrial walls. Ava's confusion turned to a sneer. It's Halloween Grace, not April Fools, she murmured and stomped off in the direction of her desk. I just gaped at her, not really sure why she would play this kind of game. Why she would pretend she couldn't see the signs of death, hear the screaming. I could even smell it the metallic tang of blood and rot. I gagged a little as every sense seemed to intensify. The blood turned a deeper red and the howls rattled my teeth. Why would the office go to such extreme lengths without telling anyone in advance or even having a party planned? I almost wondered the thought aloud but bit down on my lip to keep silent. I turned to the fake blood trailing down the outside of the closest cubicle. That will stain, I thought again as I reached out to touch it thick and warm. It was actually warm and coated the tips of my fingers. I tried to wipe it back onto the fabric on an unstained part of the cubicle wall, but the blood was sticky. It clung to my hands and wouldn't come off. This is too much to deal with on a Thursday, I thought, and turned to leave without even making it as far as my cubicle. I would call in sick from my car. I pushed the button to call the elevator and caught my reflection in the polished metal of the entryway. I looked tired. I had spent too many late nights in this office, too much time buried under paperwork and presentations. This must be my body's way of telling me I was overdoing it, I needed some time off. I needed to do something outside of work. I needed to go home and take a nap, maybe a nice long walk to get my head in order. The elevator doors slid open, and again my reflection stared back at me, but this time it was different. I looked like one of the decorations myself, pallid and pale with thin skin stretched too far over jutting bones. My hair was dank and dirty and clung to my face. However, it was my colorless lips that made my blood run cold. They were silently mouthing something, puckering out, stretching thin and pursing together. I was enthralled for a moment and couldn't look away. As my reflection repeated the same motions again, then a third time, I finally realized what she was saying. Don't go. Save me. My breath caught, and my vision narrowed to a tunnel in panic. I dropped my bag and turned to run back into the office. I didn't know where I'd go or what I'd do, but I had to get away. And I slammed right into a clear wall. I hit it with my hands and tried to get past it, needed to get free. But the other side of the clear wall wasn't the office I'd come from. I blinked for a second. My entire viewpoint had flipped. I was now inside the elevator, looking at a ragged version of myself on the other side of the door. I looked panicked, like I was seconds from running. No, 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 I thought, don't leave me here. I very nearly froze in blind terror, somehow knowing the other version of me was the only way out. I tried to scream, but no words came out don't go. Save me. The other version of me didn't run. A small smile slipped across her face as she pushed the button and the elevator doors slipped shut into complete darkness.